This is a podcast where we take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from their best ever bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Dick Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional comedian. And alongside me is the complete opposite of all I am. Uh, Paul, have you got any flattering similes <laughs> that you want to table today? Because every week you're disappointed in mine. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I, I'm not disappointed. I just It just takes me such a long time to work out what they mean. Um, and and then the, the show started. So, like, usually about three quarters of the way through the show, I think, oh, that was clever, that intro you just did. But, but like, honestly, I have to Google them. Sometimes I have to... Sometimes I read books. I read Honest to God books just to try and work out what these references are. <laughs> you remember there was a couple of really classical ones early on that were like... Like Laurel and Hardy, Tonya Harding and the Hammer. That was that uh, one, quite... That one, I had to look that one up. There was one definitely early on that was like about the Aeneid or something or like, or one of those like Homer's Odyssey or something. I, I, I had a lot of thinking to do about that one. <laughs> I had to read that one out, but I didn't understand it either. Yeah, I had no idea. So yeah, no, I never mind them. I just, uh, although there was a, like a whole string of them where I was compared very unfavourably to all sorts of things, I think. But we, we, we ironed that out. And now I think yeah. they're, they're very nice, your intros. It just, yeah, as I say, I just need a bit of processing time okay. uh, to, to come up with them. So um, uh, you're the piano to my PG tips ape? Or am I <laughs> the piano? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of ideas here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that. Yeah, I'm whatever you just said I am. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're the Raiders to my blackout. We can yeah. go with that because that's a really nice lead in to our guest, I think. I like that. Do you know what I'm referring to, Paul, or are you secretly Googling? <laughs> no, I'm, I, and I don't. I don't secretly Google because you'll see my fingers type, and it'll look really embarrassing. So no, I'm just going to pretend I know what you're talking about. Okay, they are two bands. That our next guest is the frontman extraordinaire for. He's a rock star. He's a podcaster. He's a man just like I was going to say, just like me and you. But uh, well, his hair's quite similar to mine. But it, it, it's Sean Smith anyway. Hiya, hiya. Something. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Something. The name yeah. of your podcast—you've got your branded it straight away. There you go, straight away. <laughs> that's a pro. <laughs> yeah, but that's also very, very rare for me. Yeah, I send birthday messages to people who are part of our Patreon, and I always end up going, "Hey, how are you?" Oh shit! I should have, I should have led this happening. So the fact <laughs> I remember that is absolutely um, brilliant on my part. So well done, me. <laughs> it's a phrase I try and use, but I'm not cool enough. Yeah, it's mirth or dialect. It's far from cool. All right, I um, see. And yeah. I, I guess, really, I've got both of your haircuts. Um, yeah, it yeah, yeah, it yeah. merged us. If you, like, face smashed us, you get you. It's a magnificent it's not, mullet th- for you. the listener, because it's an audio experience for the most part. Oh, so, Paul, you've yes. got your... You know, boy bands. It's, it, no, it's just bog standard hair. It, this, my hair is what hair does if it doesn't get any direction. <laughs> <laughs> but you get it cut, though. You don't do it yourself, do you? Oh, I do. I, I get it cut. <laughs> I feel like that's a low bar. I wash it as well myself, but, but that's about all I give it. Yeah. What do you ask for when you go to the hairdresser's port? Basic man haircut. Just hair. <laughs> just hair. Shorter, just, one, please. I want to walk out with less. Less hair. <laughs> yeah. Sure, what do you ask for? Yeah. Um, I go in and say, uh, can you make me look more ignorant, please? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, 
for, for fun, do you want to explain the concept of the show? Yeah. So we basically just ask you about stuff you've bought. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that, that, that's it, really. We can dress that up all you like, but that's what we do is we sort of say, nice. what stuff have you bought and did it go well for you? Well, I've had 39 years of consumerism and capitalism. Let's go. You paid someone for that haircut, so... Apparently, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, we've, we've carefully and scientifically crafted these questions, is what I'd normally say, but uh, mm. I think we all know by now it's like episode 30. That That's not true. So, uh, <laughs> it's like, this is, this is where we are. Um, we're starting with the question we always start with, which is what the best deal is that you've ever got. In 2000 and... Eight, I was in New York with the Blackout uh, doing some shows and I went to a place called Trash and Vaudeville in the East Village of New York and I picked up a pair of patent white and red Nike Jordan ones from a Trash and Vaudeville. It was like a thrift store or a second-hand shop, as they know over here. <laughs> and um, I paid $15 for a pair of shoes that turned out to be worth $300. Ooh. And um, I wore the L out of them, and I should—I definitely shouldn't have done that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, for fifteen dollars, I was over the moon, and I don't think the guy at the shop knew what he had there. I think he just saw shiny, almost like clown shoes, and said, "Oh, I can't get rid of them. Put them up for fifteen dollars." And then I took them off him, and I went online and found out they were like from nineteen ninety-seven or something like that. So they were. That might have been the first, like, not pressing, that's a book. Um, the first shoe-in, <laughs> is that a, no, the first um, version of that shoe. Yeah, that's it. I had those and I was over the moon. Couldn't believe it, um, which was lucky because the rest of the New York trip was awful. Um, nobody came to see us. Um, but I did have some shiny clown shoes at the end of it, so that was fantastic. <laughs> so it probably cost you slightly more than the oh yeah upgraded value of the shoe all in. I'd imagine there's a good few tours that the Blackout did where we lost uh, thousands of pounds. So um, yeah, God. That was good times, good times. But that's the price of being in a band. You can say you toured the US, right? That's got to be a big... You come back and like, oh, we toured the US. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds so much cooler than it is. <laughs> All the most expensive tours were far away. Um, yeah, we did We did Australia a couple of times. We did Japan. Um, we nearly did China. But um, turns out Oasis went to play in... Um, China that day so they said all other gigs would be off because all Chinese people would go and see Oasis and I was like <laughs> every single one of them you're telling me there's no emo Chinese people who'd be like fuck Wonderwall I want to see some screaming maniac from Earth of Tidville I don't believe that to be true no <laughs> they, they definitely exist it would have been a 50-50 split I think <laughs> Would you have done a screamer version of Wonderwall just for the people that chose you? Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, we are. Oh, look about. Yeah, Vix, we should have had you involved for ideas. You could have been our ideas woman. What a PR piece that would have been. Yeah, it's an interesting one, though. Like, you wore the shoes and you feel a bit like you shouldn't have, but wasn't the whole point of buying them the fact that you liked them? I don't understand sneaker heads that just keep shoes in boxes and just, I don't know, smell them. Like, aren't they for women? <laughs> um, yes, I think. <laughs> Um, but I do understand. I do understand and appreciate people who do keep them and stuff. Um, because yeah, I have spent fortunes on shoes before now, as we will get to, and um, I shouldn't be allowed. I should have my eBay account taken off me, to be honest, because it's going <laughs> to cause me problems. Do you like when you buy a pair of shoes for loads of money? Do you look at them when you're wearing them, 
And are you like aware of the depreciation? Like literally as you're walking, you're like, oh God. It's $50. Just stood in something. That's now $50 yeah, to $50 off them. Uh, uh, I wasn't until this moment, Paul. So I've just ruined shoes for you. Yeah, ruined. thank you. Thank you. I am now one of those barefoot walkers. Yeah. Walker, I said. I said walker. <laughs> Right, I'm quite excited about this one. Uh, something you've bought because it seemed like a bargain, but we should spend more on. Um, right, so growing up, my father was the Dell boy of Merthyr Tidville, and he loved anything with an engine. So deep within my soul, it is rooted that I will never, ever buy a new car or pay or pay good money for a car. <laughs> so a car I bought about two years ago, I paid £300 cash. <laughs> and about two weeks later, it fell apart. Oh. And uh, my fault, obviously. I paid £300 for a car. What was I expecting? But that was awful, really, because if I had spent more money on it, maybe I could have got to my destination I was trying to get to that I ended up breaking down and spending another £150 to be towed home when the suspension broke when I was driving. Did you get your money back or was it sold as seen? That's Money back? For ca- £300 cash off a yes. man in Merthyr? I didn't even know his name. <laughs> did, did you have your receipt? Did you- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it even a car? Was it like a yeah. mattress on wheels, like Homer Simpson's one? <laughs> to be- large and some seatbelts. To be honest, I don't even know how I got in contact with him now. I just remember he turned up with the car. I went, yeah, all right, yeah, give him the cash. And he disappeared. I don't, I don't remember his name. I haven't got a number. I think I just shouted into the air. Has anybody got a car for sale? And then a man turned up in Merthyr with a car, obviously. So it was like, there's a mug at large with £300 cash. <laughs> yeah. I, I did very similar when I was um, when I was 18. I was in Alaska. And actually, I couldn't drive at the time. My mate was that driving. That sounds very similar, Paul, straight off the bat. No, it is similar. We bought Alaska, a car. Alaska, <laughs> no, Well, we had to get around Alaska and you can't get anywhere in Alaska without a car. So we bought this absolute <laughs> heap of shit from this guy and you had to hotwire it to get it to start, basically. So every oh, wow. time it, every time it, the engine went off, so if it stalled or whatever, you had to literally get someone out to run around to the bonnet to pop something in the bonnet and then we had to hotwire it in the car. And it was a piece of shit, but we got it around a lot of Alaska uh, and we paid something pathetic for it. But then we p- brought it back to the guy at the end and we're like, we don't need this anymore. <laughs> and he looked at, took one look at us and went, well, I never thought I'd see you guys again. <laughs> and we were like, does he mean he thought we would die in the car? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was genuinely, it was, yeah, it was a very similar situation. He did buy it back off us for oh, pretty wow. much what we paid for it. Um, so it was like that. It was a similar situation. It was this absolute heap of shit. And we we're like, we got scammed and we paid $100 or something for this car. But actually in the end, yeah. You got a car that worked for $100, then you got your money back at the end. So yeah. with what precisely about your gloaty story, Paul, <laughs> is anything like Sean's where the wheels came off on the motorway yeah. and he didn't get to where oh. he was meant to go? Like, <laughs> Well, in, in that, we did nearly die on about six occasions with it. So I think basically oh, we actually did come out all right, but only through sheer idiocy. Like no one on earth should have bought this car and certainly not from just some guy that we found in some absolute pit of a place in Alaska who <laughs> clearly thought we were going to die in it. So yeah, luck rather than skill. So Sean, have you learned anything from that experience? No. Um, I paid £800 for my last one. 
Um, so it's gone up a bit. That's over double, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you could tell this is a, a money and numbers podcast. It's over <laughs> double. Eight hundred pound is over double three hundred pound. That's all analysis. I got. <laughs> Some would say it's nearly triple. Um, yeah, so I paid eight hundred pound for my last one. So uh, that um, I've added six months and now the engine management light has just come on so okay. that's good news um, but uh, I will keep driving it until it explodes so we will, <laughs> we'll see what happens somewhere in Merthyr Tidville yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah hopefully in the centre and hopefully um, yeah my car goes up in such a big flaming ball it takes out the whole town somehow <laughs> on a human level I'd hate that but for ratings it would it would oh, do well yeah. for us it would be good yeah yeah, yeah. Especially if this is the last one. If I go out after this now today and it happens, oh, please put it up. Please put yeah. this up. Listen now, anybody listening, it isn't it isn't sorted that they put this up. It's just I've asked for it. This is my last uh, will and testament. To be clear, this is not his plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm not on a suicide mission to Merthyr Town after this. No. I don't think. Let's see how this goes. We'll see towards the end how I'm feeling. It could well be. We'll see. So, uh, who do your social media ads think you are? I keep getting weird Chinese devices and I have no idea what they are. Like, it's always like wish things and they, sometimes they look like willies, penises. Um, sometimes they're just weird ball. Like, I genuinely don't know what they are and I fear <laughs> clicking on them and I don't know how they've been advertised to me. Is it the porn I watch? I don't know. I think some of them are not porny. They just look it and I reckon yeah. that's how they get you because I'm like, why am I being shown, shown this? And then you click through and it's like, it's a boiled egg maker and I'm like, oh no, it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the thing and I don't know how they're being, like, what website have I been on that it's like, oh yeah, you need like... A toaster holder that is the shape of um, a phallus. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, what am I going on? I go on about six websites. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that TikTok the children like. Do you like that? What do you get on TikTok? What do you get shown? Oh, nothing. I don't follow anyone. It's just the band account at the moment. So, uh, um, yeah. Uh, Sadly, yeah. I keep getting idiots talking about Sam Smith in my own page in a negative way, which is horrible. So I'm going to have to start following people to get rid of that, I think. What about you? A uh, man approaching middle age from Merthyr suggests that that might be the content that you might be interested in. Yeah, that's true. That is true, yeah. Um, yeah. It senses that it's like, oh, everybody else in Merthyr um, Feels <laughs> fell for Brexit. This guy will definitely hate Sam Smith for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Uh, yeah, so that does make sense, yeah. People people in your demographic also like bigotry. Ah, 100%. 100%. It is. You know that's Merthyr's main output is bigotry, I think. It's like their tour, yeah. It's yeah. Tourism, sport. Bigotry. Bigotry and the A470 are the biggest outputs of Merthyr Tidville. <laughs> These views are not the views of the podcast that are being expressed now, by the way. We, no, we... they're the views of Sapnin' Podcast. Sean Smith, um, Sapnin'. <laughs> pl- please check it out. <laughs> yeah, if you feel the same as Sean does about all of these things, yeah. there's a podcast for you. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my TikTok is a weird one. Like, I get a lot of motivational stuff. That's nice. Yeah. I did fall down a TikTok hole recently that was good, which was old bits of Big Brother from the glory days. And there are hours of content you can watch on that. And uh, nice. before we knew what reality TV could do, people really didn't hold back. I nearly went on Big Brother. 
No. Yeah, I got did offered you? to go on. Yeah, I did, yeah. As a famous or Um, I don't know. I think it was like as a general public, as um <laughs> as a as a normie scum. Yeah, I think um <laughs> What a burn that is. Hello. Does he want to yeah. go on Big Brother? Celebrity? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yeah, it was, um, yeah, so basically, yeah, the, the rumour the rumor started that Sean Smith, oh no, it must have been the celebrity one, I think, I don't know, anyway, the uh, Sean Smith from Indif- uh, Indifference, in some, oh, anyway, there was a, a brother and sister act on one of them. Same difference. Si- same same difference. difference. I'm embarrassed oh, God. how quickly I got to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. so um, <laughs> one of those two was called Sean, Sean Smith. And the rumour that was going around was that he was going into Big Brother, but Twitter picked, Rock Twitter picked it up and ran with it as, oh, Sean Smith on the blackouts going in. I didn't say anything, right? You would have been great. Oh, I know. I would have watched that. I had a whole plan. (laughs) So, yeah, so I didn't say anything to feed that rumour. And then I tweeted just before it started, Hey, this is going to be the last time I'm going to tweet for a while now. Um, I'll see you all soon. Have a good one. And then people were like, oh, well, that's it. He's definitely going in. Krang phoned me up. I did like a, they did um, like a fake Hello magazine um, in Krang called Hiya, which was, you know, Hiya, very Welsh. Um, and, nice yeah. Welsh. and then, um, yeah, I had a phone call then off Endemol. No. Asking if I wanted to go in. They said I wouldn't need to send in audition tapes or anything because they'd seen enough of me to ask me if I wanted to go for it. <laughs> And I was in Australia at the time. I decided that if you go on there, it normally means your band's done and then you become a a big celebrity for about three weeks and then you do the nightclub rounds for the rest of your life. And you went, that looks good, yep, in. (laughs) Sadly, I wasn't, um, I was thinking, no, I don't want my band to end. I love the boys in my band. I'm not going to do it. Um, Which, looking back, was a massive, massive mistake and I hate the boys um, I'm in a band with um, because I didn't get to do that nightclub run. But yeah, oh yeah, my plan was um, I was going to go in, put a tour on sale for two weeks later after going in, get helicoptered out, make a documentary about helicoptered out, right? And then sell that back to Endemol. Oh, <laughs> they would have bought it as well. Of course they would have, yeah. It would have oh, been brilliant. We'll never know. We'll never know what would have happened. Something you spent a lot of money on, but you didn't need. Oh, the other day, um, I got advertised a T-shirt by an American company, which was basically a black or white T-shirt with the Three Amigos on the front from the film The Three Amigos, because I'm a I was a big fan of that film growing up, and it turns out I was a bit tipsy when I started the buying process, so it went from being like a twenty pound T-shirt. Um, by the time shipping and stuff is involved, it's a £60 t-shirt and I'm not happy. No. But Ooh. Drunk Sean was quite happy at the time. And I'll be happy when it gets here, but I'd imagine that's probably in about another two months as well, yeah. the way delivery goes. So, um, yeah. There was I no spent... lo- local alternative available or are you too scared to look? No, there was no local alternative. It was just um, a company in America was doing them and they do like limited runs and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I spent 60 quid on that and I was yeah. absolutely... Fuming. 30 quid for delivery, wherever it's coming from. <laughs> Where's that coming from? The International Space Station? Yeah, I, I think so, I can yeah. post something to Aust- a T-shirt. I can post a T-shirt to Australia for eight quid. So I'm yeah. wondering <laughs> exactly. Elon, yeah, Elon Musk is um, sending somebody up to Mars to go and get it. Because that's what <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I didn't, t- didn't realise till checkout when it was like, 
and and I was doing the old iPhone um, pay with Apple Pay, so it was yeah. just like like thirty dollars or whatever for the t-shirt or forty dollars for the t-shirt, and then I was like, yeah, go on then. That's drunk, Sean. Go on then, I'll have that. <laughs> Chevy Chase got a funny face. Double click. You were sixty pound. Oh no. So yeah. But so yeah, Chevy bit... Chase has got a funny face, so I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I've noticed something new because I shop like mad on yeah. clothes sites where you now can't get next day delivery, even if you are willing to pay ten pounds for it. They're like wow. delivery will be whenever we want. Yeah. And by the time <laughs> it's in the basket and I've got to that space, I want it, but I don't know when I'm going to get it. I think it took like 10 days for a dress to come from Dorothy Perkins. They just they just posted it when they felt like it. Like yeah. absolutely no right of recourse. <laughs> when we get round to it. <laughs> so it's like anti-Amazon. They're like, you'll get it when we decide. All right. This, this same day, next day thing, it's got to stop. <laughs> we'll decide when you get your item. Instant gratification is over. You're going to wait. You're going to look forward to it. I think the sixty pound I spent on the t-shirt as well is for a pre-sale of the t-shirt. So enough uh, other idiots have bought it for it for them to make the t-shirt a reality. (laughs) Otherwise, I've just lent an American sixty quid for a bit. You bought the idea of a t-shirt, yeah, yeah. like a Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pledge, pledge music, pledge t-shirts. Yeah, I've already got. Yeah, oh, I probably just some much. guy sat out there going, "I think I've got to make the t-shirt now." Oh shit! Yeah. Oh no, I've sold one. Oh, damn shit. it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's where, where the fuck is Wills? Yeah, exactly, fella. <laughs> where is Wills? You have no idea. It's like selling one ticket to a gig, isn't it? It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> oh do God, the thing do now. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> All right, the big question. Uh, an opportunity to rant, Sean, because you've not had one so far. Uh, oh, good. What's the most you've ever been ripped off? I once. <laughs> Strapping. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, it was a strut. No. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I paid £500 for um, a pair of shoes on eBay that came and were fake. What do you mean they're fake? They weren't really shoes. It was a picture of a shoe. <laughs> they were <like>, gloves. <laughs> <laughs> there were socks with the shoe printed on them. <laughs> it was a 1989 Ford Escort. Um, no. <laughs> no. So I paid. So um, uh, there's a rap singer called Kanye West, right? And he brought out. Um, Is that his name now? Is he Ye? Is he back? He's Ye. Ye. He's Ye. And we're allowed to talk about him again because he's forgiven the Jewish community because of Jonah Hill. Class. Imagine if Hitler had seen 21 Jump Street. How much different the world would have been. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so these easy ones, um, he brought a shoe out on Nike, um, Nike, however you pronounce it in the real world. Um, and they had glow-in-the-dark soles. Um, they were black, pink. Uh, anyway, I fell in love with them. I did my research as well and found out that um, a shop in New Zealand was getting two pairs in, in my size. I messaged, so I found these shoes on eBay, messaged the seller. He sent me, he told me it was the exact shop. Like he said it was the shop. Like I didn't go, oh, it's not from you, is it? He said where they were from. So I was like, must be, must be true. And then um, he sent them to me and I instantly worked out they were fake. Were they Mikey's? Like, what, what was the, what was your first clue? <laughs> the, fun, the funny thing is, right, the only difference between the real pair and this pair that I had was at the bottom where it says Nike underneath, the, between the K and the E, there's um, a triangle of plastic or rubber or whatever that's on the sole that sticks out if they're fake. 
That was it. Wow. Yeah. So um, when they came, I sussed that out. Then I got in touch with the seller again. Oh, I did a uh, PayPal. What is it called? Like a charge back. They can. Yeah. Yeah. Can... <laughs> yeah. Like um. Yeah. So I complained to PayPal about it being fake and eBay. And then what I'd done is, like a little shithead, I'd gone and I direct messaged him to see if he would take take them off sale for like four fifty or whatever um, off eBay. So then this guy brought up that in my eBay and PayPal dispute. He said, well, you tried it. And I was like, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's a fake counterfeit product. Yeah. yeah, how I wanted to obtain the product is not relevant to yeah. the actual. Yeah. yeah, sorry eBay that I tried to go behind your back, but also this fucker's selling counterfeit goods. So yeah, which get him be off the site, it? So I ended up, yeah, it went through this. This took about three months, really. It went back and forth, and I got four hundred and seventy-five pound back. So I had a fake pair oh. of shoes for twenty-five pound. So it started as the worst rip-off. Very authentic as well. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, if I get a scalpel and I cut that little tiny triangle out, um, Kanye West can never be disappointed with me. Um, yeah, and you sell them on eBay then? Oh, no. I can sell them back. I can't have banned from going uh, direct messaging. No. Um, People buy legit dupes that are almost perfect and they pay more for them than the original shoes because there, are, there yeah. are so few original shoes on sale and people want everyone to believe they've got them that the yeah. resale market on high quality dupes is like oh yeah if you go on um, strips the cost of what the actual shoes oh, cost no yeah way. if you go on dhgate now you can mm. literally buy nike well the exact any any shoe you can think of they've got them on there and they are i'd say 85% as good quality as the real the real ones and they look exactly the same it's it's nuts it's absolutely nuts yeah it's got it's funny because they do this with football shirts as well and it's quite yeah. funny because they look exactly the same in in most ways there's very little difference and the only real thing that the the clubs are doing is they push back on this like oh you you're cheating your football club and it's like what you're multi-billion Qatar oil-rich club. Yeah. Oh, my heart yeah. bleeds, you know. Yeah, I could pay £12 for this one of DHgate, or I can give you £90 for yeah. the same top. Because you're struggling for money, aren't it, you? It's, it's yeah. really weird that. I find it really weird that there is this weird morality in football that people don't want to buy fakes. And it's like, I get where it came from, maybe, where football clubs were community-led and it was like a proper local thing. But... I'm not going to cry at night if Manchester City don't get their £85, you know, yeah. for... It's, uh, I guess it's the it's actually the Nike and the Adidas that make the money out of um, the football shirts. And again, like, yeah. who's who feels any affinity to them? It's really weird. I'm amazed yeah. anyone buys real shirts, to be totally honest. Yeah, like, you, could just, uh, you, for the, you could just get a cheap flight to Turkey, fill up your bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they will tell you in the Turkish shops that they are they are authentic. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it when people are, when you're saying, look, I know it's fake. It's okay. And people are still like, I don't know what you mean. How dare you? How dare you? It's like, guys, it's because it's six pounds. (laughs) That's that's my clue. There's no K in Gucci. (laughs) It's obviously. I've got, yeah, because I've got some really nice designer bags. And how they've got around it is by not putting the correct designer label on the bag that is otherwise the same. So I've got a bag that's uh, Vivian Westwood, but it's not because it's got Valentino written on it. It's so good. I I love the ingenuity of it. Clever. Yeah. I've also got, yeah, I've got something that's between best deal and worst ripoff, I guess. Uh, Yeah, my band, 
the blackout toured with Limp Bizkit and it cost us £18,000. <gasps> we got a phone call from our booking agent who said, would you like to go on tour with Limp Bizkit? And me, uh, feeling like 16-year-old me for two minutes, said absolutely. And he said, it's going to cost you £18,000 in bus fees. And we were like... <laughs> Yep. Is that yeah? Some people like Paul. There look looks like that would be the worst rip off for him. No, no, no. I, I gotta say, like the idea of touring with someone that when you're a teenager, like you, you like. I, no, honestly, I would, I would be the same. I'd be like eighteen k. We can make that work. Yeah. Well, we did. Yeah, we did. Like, um, yeah. It was just. It was the best. Like, I'm, it was the best. Eighteen thousand pound. Me and six other friends threw down the drain. <laughs> What price that experience though? Eighteen thousand pounds apparently. They're saying bus fees, right? So that is literally like tour. That's the cost for the tour bus to go around with Limp Bizkit. Like that's that's what you're paying for there. Yeah, separate or... separate bus separate bus to Limp Bizkit. Um, you didn't right. get to go in there. And yeah, like... we did. Um, Fred, let's spoon. We, yeah, I think we did. It's cold four, tonight. Yeah, we did. We did fifteen dates, I think, with them. So that's um, that's probably say we're out twenty twenty two days. Um, yeah, between the bus, farewell, yeah, keeping ourselves warm, eating, and uh, the occasional hotel, yeah, it came to like £18,000. Yeah, but you divide that between you, and then you look at like, it's not oh, no. that much. Hmm? Yeah, it just came out of the band account, so I guess, oh, yeah, it didn't account. come out of our personal, yeah, we didn't chip in, even though we we definitely would have, because, yeah, just get into tour with them, and it, it had been so long since they had toured as well, and we never thought they would again. So, um, yeah, getting to do that was absolutely nuts. Yeah. Speaking of never thought bands would come back, the yes. blackout doing downloads, yes. did yes. they offer you loads of money or were you just really excited to um, do it? They didn't offer us loads of money, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was so, wondering if they were like, come on, come back, it'll be really exciting, or if you were just like, yeah, I'm free. Uh, basically, nice. what, ha- what happened was... Um, we d- yeah, we decided back last year that we were going to give it another go. Well, not another go, because that sounds like we're trying to sell records and we're going to create it. new, mu- create <laughs> new music. It. <laughs> yeah, it's never going to happen. Um, but no, we just thought, look, we're all literally getting bolder and older right now. Um, three of the band are now completely bald, which is going to be a shock to people seeing us a download, I think. So you've got um, hair for all of yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're flaunting your hair, effectively. Like, that so hair fans, is... will be like, fans will be like, they've still got the same amount of hair, they've just deployed it differently. It's like a new yeah. formation for the hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Basically, I think people are going to look at us and go, oh, I think I've worked out why they go back together. One of them might be seriously ill because the other two have shaved their head. (laughs) And then there's two of us who've got longer hair than ever who look like, I don't give a fuck about the one you think is ill. Look at this, it's longer than ever. Supporting um, his family at a difficult time. <laughs> that could be a future every year. Blackout with the final, the final nights. The final, final tour. The final, final, final tour. Until next year. <laughs> Until next year. Right, it's time for the quick fire rounds. Woohoo! Exciting. Paul, are you excited? Your face doesn't look excited. No, I feel better about this one. Um, the last <laughs> time we did one of these, or, or last few we've done these, I've been up against people that are just obviously so much more up for it no 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 no. actually really like passionately wanted to win and I feel really weird when people are like really like Uh quite aggressively competitive on this round do you not think Sean wants has the will to win I feel like I feel like he has the relaxed demeanour that that encourages me it's going to be played in a a relaxed spirit let's go you do see a different side of people that is true 
Now, Paul, we got some good news for you. You did mm. moan last week that the questions had gotten ridiculous. So I you wanted more items yeah. like ham. So we've taken you at your word here. And we're going to begin with how much is ham? <laughs> more specific. I've got specifics for you. Oh, good. Uh, right, good. Right, right, right. Of course, of course. You want that. A 400 gram pack of Tesco wafer thin honey roast ham. <laughs> How much? <laughs> it's is all it, just going to be ham based now. Is it is Tesco it? value? Is it Tesco value or just regular Tesco? Just regular Tesco. Mm, £2.40. Oh, you are mental. I'm, no, one fifty. I'm not going either one fifty because I'm going to go to Tesco after this, take a photo of this, and then send it to you, Vix. <laughs> the cost of living has bitten hard. Oh, uh, that is true. Uh, it is £3.50 is what you'll expect what? to pay for, for like you bog standard for your like bog standard Tesco ham yeah the like the ones the one that's a bit wet smells like farts I think that sounds high. come on Tesco <laughs> okay you're both unhappy with the answer uh, yes. fair enough uh, mm. right Paul suburban mm. man a leaf mm. blower a Bosch oh, leaf God. blower from Screwfix Potentially the most annoying and pointless they are. item they ever are. invented because it just moves leaves around. What's the point of that? How much are people with too much money paying for this? I have literally never once thought I would want to own, own one of these things. Like that, I've never thought of leaves. a leaf. <laughs> I've never thought of a leaf blower in any context other than shut that leaf blower up. Like literally, is the most pointless device. Um, hundred quid. Yeah. Um, two twenty. Oh, okay. Point Paul again. The bargain price of £114 to for a Hoover that blows the other way. <laughs> <laughs> blows leaves over to your neighbours. Yeah. The final item. So this is, you're not, it, you can't win it, Sean, but just for the, the glory of not giving Paul a clean sheet. Oh, right. Okay. It's a piece of the Berlin Wall. Ooh. It's on eBay at the moment and the description is, uh, is really quite something. A classmate of mine returned from a trip home to West Germany with pieces of the Berlin Wall as souvenirs for the entire class back when the wall fell. I have no certificate of authenticity, but I've got no reason to doubt his word. If that's worth oh. something to you, make an offer. The piece itself is three and a half inches long by about 0.75 inches. It has a stripe of silver paint on it and weighs one and a half ounces. <laughs> You know the funny thing. I've got a bit of the Berlin Wall myself, actually. Yeah, I'm me too. It on I'm eBay. <laughs> that's meant. That's absolutely mad. Is it, I was just saying, is it like the reserve price we're trying to get? Like what? Or is it like where the bids at right now? So it's where the bids are right now. Wow, seventy quid. It's one of those ones that'll either be a shitload or not. And I, yeah. I'm going to go 250 quid. I reckon people are mad enough. Well, Paul, you've won it, but oh. it's not a it's not a brilliant victory because at current standing, it's at 161,537 pounds and 84 pence. But 25 percent of the sale is going to the Ukraine war effort. So, what pro or anti Ukraine <laughs> war effort? <laughs> I'm scared to look. I'm scared. To look. <laughs> that is a weird. Three nil on that round. Well In done. fairness, I missed the last one by what 119,000. So not often you get the win the round when you're 100k short, but um, that's baffling. What, what a strange end to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> right. So Sean, we've sort of teased it, but where can we find you if we want more of this? Um, if you want more of this, check out Sappening Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Shouting in Merthyr Town Square. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Uh, well, no, if you shout sapning, you'll just get loads of people going, all right, Ben, what's happening then? And then uh, you start conversations with people in Merthyr. Nobody wants that. Um, <laughs> sapning Podcast, um, at Sapping Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and the Child's App TikTok. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at Sean Smith Sucks. And then on Instagram, at Fake Sean Smith. Um, check out the blackout online. Um, if you want to listen to my other band, Raiders, which is a lot more miserable, um, check out Raiders UK on Spotify. Um, because some American bastards nicked the name about two weeks before we put our Great. first song up. Uh, well, we we've reached we've reached the end of our journey. Um, oh, and what a journey it's been! Uh, Sorry. I feel like it's been very cathartic. I think. Uh, so thanks for coming on. Basically, no we've had a lovely Thank time. Uh, thanks to the listener for listening. If there are listeners out there listening and this isn't just a, another comedian vanity project, who knows? Write in. And uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, rate and review it. If you yes. didn't enjoy it, you technically have 30 days to return it for a full refund, but you didn't pay anything. So you uh... won't get anything back. Just a feeling of well-being. So uh, this has been False Economy. You guys have been brilliant. Woohoo! 